Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,886. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today, I'm somewhere I've never been before. I'm in Vilnius, Lithuania, with a very special guest by the name of Matas Buzelis. Matas, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Yeah, let's drop the clutch. All right, yeah, drop the clutch. You know what you're doing. I know, because you like to get out on the track, and we're going to talk about that. But before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into your business, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you, Matas? Um, that's quite a different, difficult question, I think, because I never thought about it. Actually, not a lot of my friends know that on 2018, you know, there was a time when cryptocurrency was like gaining base and everyone was going crazy for the Bitcoin. Meanwhile, I decided to invest my money to classic cars. To, yeah, yeah. So, so not not a lot of my friends know that I own a future classic, a '92 Mercedes 500e. So it's a it's a very rare car, and uh, yeah. That's my little secret, I guess. <laughs> well, you're among good friends here at Cars, yeah, because all of us here do stuff like that. We love to buy cars. Now, the 500E is an awesome vehicle. I have a friend uh, who has one, and it is a rocket ship. And I remember I was at the Porsche factory when Porsche was installing engines in those bodies. And I remember walking with my guide, and I looked in the window of this building, and I said, why are there a bunch of Mercedes-Benz in there? And he kind of looks at me and he winks. And I said, is that the 500E that's coming? And he just went, put his finger to his lips like, we don't talk about that, no pictures. <clears throat> but that car is a monster. And you know, I, you say a future classic, I think it already has become a bit of a classic because I'm starting to see values go up. People really love them. And you've got the robustness of a Mercedes and the power of that Porsche engine. You've got a nice little sleeper on your hands, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a certainly one of the like more. I think it's one of the best cars Mercedes ever had in their range. I mean, it's not even assembled by Mercedes, so that's that's very unique. And my particular car was actually imported to Lithuania from Japan, so it's even even more interesting because in Japan people love European premium cars. And they, they, they look after them, you know, and, and the cars are in good shape. And that's, that's one of the cars in, is sitting in my garage. So, yeah. Well, this is a nice segue for my introduction for you, because when you go to buy an automobile and you want to know the history, my friend today, Matas, is the guy to go to his business. So allow me to give you introduction and I'll reveal the rest of the story here. Matas Buzelis is the head of communications at Carve 
carvertical.com, an online car history checking platform. With a a few simple clicks, you'll get a full history report of any vehicle using a VIN and be able to see the mileage, theft history, accidents, repairs. You can even see if the car was used as a taxi and a whole lot more. Mata's previously worked in the largest Lithuanian automotive classified ads website in his career has always been closely related to the car industry, as are his passion. He's produced over 100 car review videos, become an expert in the automotive marketplace, and he has driven in car races as well. We'll learn about that. Uh, he has a passion for driving analog cars, too, of the 80s and 90s, like we just discussed. Uh, we'll come back and talk with Modest in a minute, but first a word from our valued sponsor, so give him a listen, and we'll be right back. Keep the seatbelts on. Are you heading out on the highway for a road trip this summer? I can't wait to hit the road. Covercraft makes quality protection for the inside of your vehicles while you're traveling. Their plush custom fit mats or Berber mats turn any ride into something special and are easy to remove and clean after days on the road. Covercraft floor mats are the ultimate protection from moisture, dirt, mud, snow, and slush. Just about anything you can throw at them. Don't forget your vehicle's trunk area too. Their Carhartt custom cargo liners not only look great, but they keep your rear cargo areas and seats protected from the sun and those accidental spills. Custom fit truck liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect to protect the factory carpet from all those things that can stain and damage the floors. All your options are quality made, easy to clean, secure to the floor, and look oh so good. Check out Covercraft.com for a wide variety of styles, colors, and options for a custom fit. And I've got a special offer for you. If you use the code ya 21 that's Y-E-A-H-2-1, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code ya 21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Last year, I changed my collector car coverage to American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my Orange Crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collections of automobilia and other collectibles. If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. They insure a lot of items, including automobilia, wine, baseball cards, books, figurines, die-cast models, model trains, glassware, sports memorabilia, toys, and a whole lot more. American Collectors Insurance, they've been protecting us enthusiasts since 1976. They provide you with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a long history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Rains here at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. 
All right, Matis, we're back. So we're going to dive a little deeper into the corner in that wonderful Mercedes of yours and talk about this new business. Uh, I find it fascinating and it's pretty cool, carvertical.com. So tell me more about where the business came from, the idea of it, the markets that you guys take care of and how you're really watching out for us car buyers, used car buyers, so we don't end up with what we call in the U.S. a lemon. Do you have the same term over there in Lithuania? Uh, we have so many different different words expressing the car market. You know, it's 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 very very difficult area to clean. I mean, it's almost looks impossible. You know, so so that's uh, one of the biggest issues that we have is to clean the car market. We're not talking only about local car market. We're talking about like globally, global wise, you know, because uh, what happens here in Lithuania with used cars, I think happens also in some like uh, uh, foreign countries in in some closer regions and as well in uh, maybe on the other side of Atlantic, you know, so. So, yeah, it's a it's a tough uh, industry, I think. And uh, and we have we have to make it a little bit more transparent. So that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. And you think about it, and we, we've heard of this before, cars being shipped from one country to another. Sometimes it's for totally legal, real reasons. Otherwise, it's to hide things that may have happened. Uh, you think about maybe floods happen in a part of the world, and then somebody buys up all those, puts them in a container, sends them over to another country, cleans them up a little bit, and the poor buyer would never know whatever happened to this car. But now we're living in a, a world where everything is interconnected, where these VIN numbers can protect. So tell us more about Car Vertical and all the services that you guys provide. Yeah, let's start with uh, maybe VIN numbers uh, is a great uh, topic because every car has a unique VIN number which reacts basically the same as as our fingerprints. You know, every person has a unique fingerprint. So that's uh, the VIN number for cars. And uh, when the car gets into the accident or, I don't know, maybe gets stolen and later recovered or not recovered, everything is uh, registered uh, with the VIN number of the car and uh, since we have a lot of like sources data sources we can check what kind of information is available with that particular VIN number about that particular uh, car so I think uh, it's uh, it's a great uh, tool in this uh, like uh, modern times when uh, you're buying a car a used car you're actually buying a cat in the bag <laughs> so in, in order to 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 get known what the car was how the car was treated before you can uh, enter the vin number hit the the search button and a few moments later you can see the history of the car so yeah that's uh, that's our biggest product you know that's uh, what we are trying to build what we are trying to improve as well and uh, we can see some changes in the market i mean in the local market people are making a progress they are not clocking the cars that often you know they're explaining the buyers what the car was treated before because they know that the buyer can check the history online and then the negotiations will be more difficult you know oh absolutely so, yeah, yeah yeah that's 
it's a bit of a safety net. And over here in the U.S., we have the Carfax, uh, which does a very similar type thing. And it's, it's something that has become a mainstay word when you're buying a car, especially from a dealership. They all say Carfax report, and they'll show that. So in the case of what you're doing with Car Vertical, it's very similar, but you're operating at a European continent level and all the continents really because cars now move around so much you never know where they really came from until you see them and uh, yeah sometimes people selling cars don't kind of tell you the whole story so walk me through all the different things that somebody will see when they go to car vertical and they pull up a van and they pull up their car one of them was funny is if the car was ever used as a taxi which came to mind okay uber lyft has become kind of private taxis now is that good or bad for me, most Uber Lyft drivers take pretty good care of their cars versus taxis. Taxis, you kind of think of stinky, abused, wiped out, overrun, thousands, hundreds of thousands of miles or kilometers. And you kind of go, I would never want to buy an old taxi. Maybe the same with a rental car, too, uh, because most rental cars aren't really taken care of that well. Now, maybe they are because maybe they have to. They're government mandated. So what are what are all the things that we can see on a car vertical report? Oh, that's uh, that's a big list. I think. Uh, okay, let's start with uh, with uh, maybe uh, the history of the uh, registration changes. You know, we can see where the car was manufactured. We can see where the car was uh, registered for the first time, and how the uh, the registration was changed during the time over the time. So we can, for instance, we can see uh, that the a specific car was uh, was made maybe in Germany, then uh, it was registered in Germany. But after like five years, it was registered in Czech Republic. And after that, maybe it went to Romania, maybe like this, you know, so we can we can see how it changed over the time. Then we can see whether the car was uh, stolen. If the car was stolen once, you can see a big, big uh, uh, red color. You know? The red flag. <laughs> yeah, it indicates that uh, there are something, something's not right. You know. Uh, okay, th- then we can see how the uh, mileage was uh, changing over the time as well. So we can see a, a graph, and uh, sometimes we can see the spikes uh, are going up, up, up. But then, uh, at a specific moment, uh, there is a big drop. So people are really unfair, and they uh, roll back the odometer readings. And then we can see, sometimes we can actually actually see uh, real pictures of the car. Uh, That is very handy when a person is buying a car which was maybe shipped from USA, and uh, it was perhaps bought during the auction platforms. And sometimes, uh, well, in most cases, these cars were damaged or, I don't know, flooded or stolen or something like that. So picture can say more than a thousand words, you know. So so you can see a picture and you instantly can make a prediction. What should you check during the inspection of the car? If the front was damaged, you have to inspect the front area, whether was it fixed correctly. Then we can, yeah, yeah, we can see if the car was, as you stated before, was it used as a taxi or as a rental car? Uh, which in Europe, I mean, we the biggest market of imported cars in Lithuania, for instance, is Germany, the biggest source of used cars. And if we are uh, buying uh, an E-class Mercedes, Mercedes 
it may have been used as a taxi before. And if it was used as a taxi before, you may have to investigate whether the mileage is real or not, because taxi cars, they never stop. They, they go and go, you know. What else? We also have this, this list of uh, like the common issues of a specific model of the car. Uh, for repairs? Like, yeah, for repairs. What should you check if the gearbox is known as a problematic one, you know, if uh, maybe there is a problem with a flywheel, dual mass fl flywheels are, are big, big threat, you know. So that's, uh, that's included as well. And we also have uh, damage uh, history. If the, the car had any accident, we can show uh, in which country the insurance company was issued a document uh, claiming the, the value of repairs, you know, so sometimes. We can see a, a Porsche for sale, but uh, it was damaged. And in Germany, for instance, uh, the, the damage uh, costs was like 50,000 euros, which is a lot. So that's basically it. Yeah, the, the main point. It's like getting a pre-inspection report, if you will, in a way, so that you kind of have a, or you don't kind of, you do have a better history of the car. And it's so valuable because you're right. Somebody who sells you a used car, it might have been in five other hands. They may not have even known what happened to the car. And if you're not an expert, you may be buying something that is going to cause you trouble down the road. So now I want to talk about you a little bit, and we're going to talk more about you in a minute, but your career has been around the automotive sector. Can you touch on some of the things that you did before you joined car vertical i actually started as a translator i, I was translating articles that uh, were published on uh, autocar magazine autocar i think was the oldest car magazine maybe in the world uh, so we have this or we had this local uh, autocar magazine which was translated from from uh, from english and i was making the translations then afterwards i was automotive journalist so it was it was quite a nice period because I get I got to try a lot of different cars, you know. I got to make some interesting uh, like uh, articles and stuff like that. So it was uh, really fun. Uh, after that, I, I I went to work for the biggest uh, automotive classified website. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I started there as a project manager and uh, moved up uh, as a head of communications. So uh, there was a funny story because when I, when my colleague was uh, leaving the job, he was asking me, do I want to take over his place on head of communications, you know? And um, I did want that position, but I was afraid of cameras and uh, journalists and interviews and stuff like that. And he gave me this tip, you know, he yeah. said... Whenever you're talking with media, imagine that you're explaining something to your grandmother, because then, then you are not worrying. You're you're calm, you know. You're you're natural and stuff like that, and it <laughs> works. It really works. You know, that's a, that's a really great idea because uh, for me, talking with so many people. Sometimes you talk with people and you might be a little bit nervous for whatever reason. Maybe they're a celebrity or something or you're you're not sure. Or maybe you just don't click very well. But I remember my father telling me once, you talk about your grandmother. And he always said, you know, don't ever say just anything to anyone that you wouldn't say in front of your grandmother. Be respectful. Be kind. Don't use foul language. 
It works. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so the grandma is always watching whether she's still with us or not. I think that's great. Yeah. I like to ask my guests about mentors in their life, uh, driving inspirations, I like to call them. Is there somebody in your career, your life that's been a great influence on you? Uh, I um, That's a interesting topic because I never had uh, anyone like teaching me how to do specific parts, you know, specific uh, functions and stuff like that. But I, I was always interested in, in, for instance, in presenting, you know. And I, uh, once I found, uh, you're, you're probably familiar with uh, Mr. Matt Watson from CarWow. Yes. He's very popular. And I, you know, I, I was making car reviews and I struggled a little bit because I was tense. I wasn't relaxed. And I wrote him a message on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, on social network. Yeah. And I was asking for advice and even showed him uh, my review, you know, and he, he responded with a long message, a big message of how should a review look like? Uh, what is the most important? Uh, I mean, the most important thing is to have fun while doing it. Because <laughs> if, you, if you're not having fun while making a review, you're probably missing a lot of audience, you know. I'm, I'm really thankful for, for Mr. Matt that he responded to my message. I believe he gets a lot of messages because he's so popular. But uh, maybe, yeah, maybe he's one, one of the guys that helped me uh, to make some improvements. Well, that was very kind. You know, something I've learned after interviewing so many people, those of us in the automotive world, we love to share. It's a very unique career. It's a very unique industry, I think, in many ways. And I've had people on the show that come from other industries and are now working in the car industry. And one example was a gentleman said, you know, I've been in big meetings with big CEOs and so forth, and they would never stop in a meeting or take time out of their busy day to talk to somebody. But if they're into cars and somebody wants to ask them about a car, they'll step out of a meeting to talk about cars. So uh, I think that's that's absolutely true. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back, I want to talk a little bit about maybe a challenge, an obstacle, a roadblock you might have met in your career or your life. So keep that thought and we'll be right back. What began as a charitable car show has grown into the world's greatest collector car auctions raising over $133 million for charitable organizations to date. For nearly 50 years, automotive enthusiasts from all over the world have enjoyed the Barrett-Jackson Collector Car Auctions, and I'm a huge fan. Regarded as the barometer of the collector car industry, their auctions are world-class lifestyle events, where thousands of the world's most sought-after unique and valuable automobiles cross the block in front of a global audience, in person, on TV, or streamed online. Barrett-Jackson produces the world's greatest collector car auctions in Scottsdale, Arizona, Palm Beach, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, and new for 2021, Houston, Texas. The excitement of Barrett-Jackson auctions is contagious, and a unique experience is not to be missed. Barrett-Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auctions. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion 
and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So, Matis, let's talk about big challenges, big failures, uh, obstacles, bead bumps, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I'd love for you to share one of those situations in your life. But more importantly, what was the positive outcome on the other end? What was the learn there? Uh, I didn't really have a big drawback in my career. I mean, I I was always uh, making progress, you know. But uh, once there was a really hard times because uh, my well now wife, uh, my wife moved to Italy to work for Lamborghini. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's an interesting topic. But but uh, I was like studying in university and I suddenly I didn't want to let her go, you know, so I had to 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 visit her often as as, mu- as much oftenly as I could. And yeah, and uh, eventually I moved there as well. So I lived there one and a half year. And I think if I didn't move there, maybe I had my career uh, rolling at a greater pace, you know, but uh, what happened happened, and eventually I'm I'm still very happy, and uh, I don't regret it. I don't regret moving to Italy, and uh, while I moved in Italy, I still remained working remotely for uh, Lithuanian company. So, oh, great. so that's uh, I think we're living in 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 great times when an exact uh, place where you are is is. Is not very important, you know. You you have internet. You can access uh, people you want, and you can make tasks that you need to make. It's pretty amazing, especially if you think about the pandemic we're all living through. It seems to just be lingering. It's like go away already, please. Uh, that it's changed the way people look at work in in a positive way. Because you're right now, so many people. My kids work in tech, and uh, they can pretty much live anywhere, which creates this freedom and it creates a whole different perspective for all of us. I have many people who've been on the show from a European continent that move all around and they can work with colleagues in other places. Here we are talking today. And I think in many ways, this whole flat world concept now with people being able to interconnect at any time of the day or night is a pretty, pretty cool thing because anytime we can communicate with each other, especially in different countries where we have different ideas and beliefs. We can share those things and start to learn more about each other. So, uh, but love conquers all, Matas. So uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a great example of that. Uh, I would like to talk about your history with cars, because one of the things I mentioned in your intro is you like to get out on the track. You sent me a great picture of you with a car with a trophy on top. You had a very big smile on your face. I spent a lot of time on the track, so I know that feeling. Uh, tell us about a really special vehicle in your life and maybe share a story about that ride. Well, the picture I sent you is uh, actually my current track car, 
it's the 2001 Toyota MR2 Spider. You have the you have the Spider version, but we in Europe we have Roadster version. So it's basically the same car but different, you know, labeling. But um, I will get to this car later. But I think that the the, the special car that I owned once was the uh, 86, the the uh, 1986 model uh, Toyota Corolla GT. You have in the States, you have the GTS version, the famous uh, Corolla with the rear-wheel drive, with limited slip differential, manual gearbox. It was an amazing car. It was my first car. I bought it so cheap. I mean, in today's money, it could be approximately, I don't know, $600. Wow. These cars now are 20,000. You know, it's, it's impossible to get one in, in a, a great condition. So this car taught me uh, so many different driving techniques, you know, some, some heel and toe while braking, you know, uh, rev matching, like uh, shifting, shift locking, so many different techniques. And I, I always remember this car with, with a smile on my face. Now, no kidding. Tell me a little bit more about your, your track car. Yeah. What kind of driving, what kind of track stuff do you do? Uh, I, I do occasional autocross races. You, uh-huh. you In the States, I think oh, it's yeah. quite popular. You have oh, yes. big, big parking lots and you have uh, some cones on the parking lot and yep. you have tackle the car the, the track so i'm uh, yeah I, I participate in in autocross races uh, sometimes i go to um, track days just to to have a couple of laps but here in lithuania we don't have a lot of tracks we have one track which is like one mistake and you're dead oh call, gosh yeah we we call it mini nurburgring it's it's it has big changes in elevation oh. and it has basically no runoff areas you know so Yikes. one mistake and you end up in the in the in the arm coast yeah be careful <laughs> yeah but but the whole car i i did buy the car from uh, from germany it had the engine uh, engine problems we took this engine out and put another one, another one more, more powerful from the UK spec uh, Toyota Corolla T Sport, which is 1.8 liter of displacement and had uh, I think 190 horsepower. It revs a lot, so we also uh, fitted custom exhaust, custom intake, uh, aftermarket engine management computer, and now the car is making 220 horsepower. Whoa! Yeah, and it's still naturally aspirated. It screams like a hell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds and- like fun. And the, the the funny thing is that um, I take this car to go uh, to go to my job. Oh, really? I daily drive this particular car. Yeah. All right. I do some grocery runs, you know, whenever I can uh, go alone because my wife really doesn't like to <laughs> to be in this car and you know to to shake on every bump. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I have the same challenge. Yeah, absolutely. I hear the same the same kind of comments uh, from my wife as well. I'm gonna crawl into your head a little bit here, Matas, and have you think about this? If you were manifest as a vehicle, you turned into a vehicle tomorrow. This isn't. What you want to be. This is your personality wrapped into a vehicle. What would you be, but more importantly, why? Oh, I was thinking about this one, really. I think if I wear a car, I wear maybe a fifth generation of Volkswagen Golf GTI. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because 
the way the Volkswagen Golf evolved was like it's very conservative. The car since the Mark One, uh, Mark Two, Mark Three, Mark Four, it it changed uh, quite. Uh, it changed not a lot. I mean, the, the whole concept remained the same. There there are some lines that are the same, and so is my career. I was always in this like automotive uh, like market thing, you know always interested and buzzed about cars so i think uh, yeah and and the mark 5 generation is because well i have to leave some room for for my future you know i have for to growth become, yeah advancement yeah, yeah. mark 7 and mark 8 <laughs> that's so a I very good analogy uh, that's very good you know that question brings up some very interesting answers and i like that you thought that through i love the vw golfs from the beginning all the way through i had a 79 chiraco first edition chiraco when i was in college which is a lot like the golf hatchback kind of concept beautiful Giorgio design car i was cool I drove that as a daily driver for nine or 10 years, but I've always loved the Golf. And you, know, you get into some of these later variations like the Golf R, which is just a rocket ship. Yeah, I mean, incredible car. You jump into those seats, they feel like racing seats. So uh, I like that, but I like your analogy better. I like the way you went yeah. to answer that question. Yeah, and, and and you know, the Golf is also, uh, I think it's very great. I, I mean, there are a lot of great hot hatches. There are Honda Civic, Civics, you know, there, there are, uh, these new Hyundai's, uh, the N division cars, you know, and uh, so many different other cars. But what's very special about Golf, I think they're like jack of all trades. You know, they, they do everything very in, in a good manner. I mean, they're comfortable, they're powerful, they're well equipped. So, yeah. Yeah, they kind of do it all. I think you're exactly right. I like to ask my guests about a great book that they've enjoyed or read, maybe something they they learned from. Is there a book like that for you? I don't think I learned a lot from that particular book, but uh, if I had to mention one very special book to me, that would be a 1984 by George Orwell. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, kind of reliving special. life I mean, right now. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I, I cannot imagine how could he imagine these things that accurately, you know, it's it's because in our case, stuff is happening like very close to us, you know, and we hear it's uh, very closely nearby. It's great for countries like, you know, Switzerland, which is surrounded, surrounded by by normal, uh, powerful uh, countries and is very safe. But we, we have some, you know, pressure from another countries and it's, 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 it's. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Yeah, we can find some analogies, you know, uh, in, in the book and in, in reality. So I think it's very special, yeah. Yeah, it's a great book. Uh, one of those things that uh, can, even today we continue to go, oh, very Orwellian uh, <laughs> in its nature. Yeah, it just keeps coming back around. A little frightening. Uh, that guy had a very interesting uh, vision for sure. I'm yeah. going to take you on what I like to call the ultimate drive. This is a bit of a, a fantasy drive, if you will, because I have a magic scepter that allows us to do whatever we want. So you get to pick any vehicle in the world that you get to go on a drive with anyone in the world living or deceased you get to be driving anywhere so what does that ultimate drive look like to amatis i think i, I as a companion i would uh, take uh, mr chris harris from top gear i love his stories i mean the way he talks about cars is like 
something something from another planet you know I think even if he if he talks about uh, I don't know a nail polisher that's fun to me you know it's always entertaining to watch him so I I'd have him and I I'd have him in a maybe a 9/11 singer you know the the, the oh, oh uh yeah Rob Dickinson's been a guest on this show twice now singer to me is like the lottery winning car you know that if i won the big lottery that's the first car i'd call rob and say okay i'm ready to place my order <laughs> exactly yeah or or actually i'm i'm not quite sure whether it's a singer or it's uh, if you know alphaholics oh yes Oh, yeah, they've been on the show, too. Yep. Yeah. They build beautiful alphas. Oh, my gosh. Incredible cars. Incredible cars. So, so uh, yeah. And as a location, as a location, I think since I, I lived in Italy for uh, one and a half years, I think I would love to go in maybe in some Alp, Alps roads, you know, in yeah. amazing roads, amazing scenery, amazing mountains, very good quality of uh, tarmac, you know, so... Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I think I'd like to make that happen for I like to go along. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Chris yeah. Harris, I mean, what a driver. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, you know, he reminds me in many ways of Alonda Cadenet, who used to do a great uh, show. I think it was called Great Designs or Car Designs. And the way he describes automobiles is really spectacular in the way he speaks. In fact, you watch him speak. And Chris is kind of the same way, although Chris is a lot more uh, loose with his talk. Uh, Alain de Cadenet, very exacting. And you even watch the way his mouth moves around. And it's just, you know, it's like so cool to listen to. But yeah, Chris is great. I'd love to get him on this show. I'm working on that. Maybe I can convince him to come on the show one day. He's become quite a quite a big shot. So uh, yeah, and great driver. Holy cow. Uh, you know, the other one to put him in, to go with would be a the brand new uh gt3 rs porsche yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be pretty cool too so uh he knows how to throw a car around a track yeah. you know you've given us a really nice ride today matas it's very nice to uh to get to meet you and talk to you about car vertical before i let you go could you share with us maybe a parting thought a mantra a success quote i mean uh, i always like to express uh, like this if you're buying a used car Make sure it's not a cat in the bag, you know. So, so that's <laughs> no. that, that is my yeah, yeah, yeah. A cat in the bag. Now that's a new one for me. But is that a term in your country that means yeah. could be out of control? Yeah, I mean you're not uh, aware of what you're getting. You know, ah. you have a bag, you open, and maybe it's a wild cat. You know, maybe it's a <laughs> great cat, a very lovely one and comforting one. But but sometimes you know it's uh, yeah you have to investigate. <laughs> so. You're right, and I tell you, listeners, if you are uh, looking in the European uh, worldwide market or wherever. Check out carvertical.com. I'll put links to it on Mata's show notes page. You can find him on the Cars Yell website. His first name is spelled M-A-T-A-S. His last name, Buzelis, B-U-Z-E-L-I-S. Buzelis, there you go. So I'm speaking Lithuanian today. Kind of, sort of, maybe. Yeah, almost. <laughs> 
<laughs> almost, almost. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I want to do a shout out to uh, Nicole Pomaget. If I'm saying Nicole's name, I apologize if I butchered that from NB Talent Services. She's the kind person that introduced me to Mata. So you're doing a great job there, Nicole. Thank you very much. Uh, Matas, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise. It's been really fun talking to you. I think you and I could talk about cars forever, uh, no doubt. Uh, until I talk to you again, listeners, go to carvertical.com, check it out. And until you and I talk again, Matas, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. You're welcome. How did you discover your path to a fulfilling life? Too many young people flounder in finding an education and a career that fits. But for those who have a passion for cars, trucks, and motorcycles, and who love working with their hands, problem solving, and fixing things, a career as a professional auto technician is incredibly rewarding. Cars yeah is pleased to team up with TechForce Foundation, our charity of choice in bringing scholarships, technical education, and hands-on experience to young people so they can discover a possible future. Join me and lend your support by visiting techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.